listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast, the weird, the strange, and all that stuff. I'm Tiny. Sitting across from me is John Long. Hello. How are you doing, John? I'm great. I'm having a banner week so far. It's been a great week. Well, good. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the top of the show, I don't know if you know, the neighbor across the street that just moved in uh, passed away Saturday. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. I did see a post about a neighbor, but I didn't know it was was Yeah, right across the street. I I was up. I got up at four thirty because I have this weird thing in my head that I think six days out of the week you should wake up at the same time every day. I don't I don't know if this has any benefit for me, but okay. I do. And I was up and I saw the commotion, but I didn't realize what happened. I just thought somebody had gotten sick or something. But turns out, yeah, she passed away. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and they were really nice people. I had met them and talked to them. They're great people. Um, so yeah, rip to them. That's an excellent Sad, way to kick off a comedy right. podcast. Sad day in our neighborhood for. For us, and I don't know if you want to take them something, you sure just say I sent along my <laughs> condolences. Yeah, John Long sends his condolences right. via me, <laughs> sending my proxy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, since I, we're talking about sad stuff, uh, staying, I'm not going to embarrass him. He had a rough week, yeah, so he did have put a rough him up week. for staying, but Stan's a fighter, yeah. you know, Stan's he's he a is. fighter, yeah, yeah, he's a fighter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hate he got caught with that goat. That was tough, you know. <laughs> tough for him to go through. It's tough. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was a sheep. Well, uh, as far as odd news goes, what we got this week? Well, I got a mom who's in trouble because she threatened to blow up school. Okay. I got uh, another lady who's in trouble because she was having some bowel issues, and I got a college baseball team that's in trouble. Everybody's in trouble on my side. Of the okay. Yeah. Well, I have police are playing Disney tunes in California. I've got Call of Duty cheaters, but I wanted to start off with this one. And this one just kind of segues in. We, there's a long running theme on this show of being afraid of robots sure. and AI. That's right. We are. I am. And this this is just interesting to talk about. I think this will be, uh, I think this will bring about some interesting conversation. This comes from Yahoo News. Fictosexual Japanese man no longer able to communicate with his wife. Now, okay, I, you that happens in a relationship. <laughs> if you're like me, you're probably wondering what a fictosexual person is. Yeah, he is married to a hologram. Oh, okay, an AI. All right, and the reason he cannot talk to her is because there's a glitch in her software. <laughs> He's got to update it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So a hologram. A hologram. Got to be tough to hug on, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you would think. Yeah. A fictosexual Japanese man who married a hologram in 2018 recently told a Japanese newspaper that their relationship is struggling with communication. Now, now that part's normal. (laughs) I think all couples struggle with good communication. That's That's a barrier many of us struggle with. But... Akihiko Kondo, 38, who works at a middle school in a Tokyo suburb, married Hatsune Miku, a hologram which was created by a computer as singing software on November 4th of 2018 in a wedding that cost more than $17,000. $17,000? To marry a, a hologram. Yeah. How much did your wedding cost? I don't know, because... 
My in-laws are traditional, so they paid it. Oh, for real? They did. <laughs> uh, they did not pay for hours as we were like, you know, in our 20s and had jobs and stuff. But mm-hmm. it was it was probably under 10 grand. We didn't go too fancy. I was about to say, I think I think Tara's dad's budget was about 10 grand. Oh, he probably so. got all kind of stuff at the thrift store for it. <laughs> you know? I will say now, we had our reception at the Tuscaloosa Yacht Club. Oh, Which okay. is extremely well, swanky. North River Yacht Club. I'm sorry, the yes. proper name, yes. My bad. Yeah. I, I've never been back. For all the so. yachts. <laughs> for all the yachts we have, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they, they are legit yachts. They're not just pontoon boats. Yeah, right. <laughs> It's a redneck yacht club. You could be forgiven for thinking it's a pontoon boat, but no, these are for real boats. No, these, these are for the, rich, rich. Yes, these yeah. are the the wealthy people. We got to doing some costs and doing some adding, and it was going to cost us more money to get the Northport Civic Center and get catering and get decorations and tables and chairs and all this stuff, DJ, all that yeah. stuff. It was going to cost us more money than it was going to cost us to because. My mother-in-law had a sponsor. Uh-huh. You, that's how you, they don't just do one for anybody. Right. You got to have somebody sponsor you, a member. Sure, right. But it would actually save us money to do it there. It yeah. was way nicer. And I think our reception was the last one they did. They were like, <laughs> After that, they were like, no, you have to be a paying member. <laughs> no more sponsoring friends and family. <laughs> Too many rednecks in here. <laughs> we can't have We this. spoiled it for everybody. <laughs> No, we, we, uh, I, I, well, I have a thing. I, here's a deal for everybody. If you're a single person and you're about to get married and you want it to be the special day and you want to have all this stuff, nobody cares. None of us, <laughs> like the only people who care are you, you know, yeah. I've never sat around and thought back on any wedding I've ever been to <laughs> besides my own. And I've been to some really nice swanky I've been at country clubs where the U.S. Open was held. I've been mm-hmm. to all kind of stuff. Never once have I sat around and been like, that was a great wedding. That was the most beautiful wedding of my life or yeah. anything. You just want to say your vows, let everybody eat, do whatever they do. We didn't dance because we're Baptists. We didn't have alcohol because we're Baptists. <laughs> so we were basically like, hey, thanks for coming, guys. We're going to go have sex. See y'all later. And that's how it worked <laughs> for us, you know? Little Randy's wedding. She had some good catering. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah, yeah. But do you just sit around and think about? No, not until not, not until now. It was a waste of money, wasn't it? Like she not for me. She could have catered in Chick Fil A. It would have been this. I would have the same thoughts about it as I have about whatever shrimp cocktail and stuff that they had. Yeah. Well, okay, I wonder, anyways, back to our fictosexual. Yeah, I, I wonder what this guy had at his if he spent 17000 I don't know. Anyway, as one of thousands of fictosexuals, I had no idea there were thousands of them out there. That's the problem with the internet. He is attracted to fictional characters. He first interacted with Miku using Gatebox, which is a $1,300 device that projected fictional characters into a cylinder and allowed users to communicate via artificial intelligence oh. and marry them unofficially. Oh, okay. They don't have equal rights. <laughs> they're, they're sexuals don't have equal rights. They're not. Apparently, uh, in Japan. Not recognized by the Lord. <laughs> when he proposed to her in the cylinder, she reportedly replied, I hope you'll cherish me. Oh, okay. Well, that's a straight yes. <laughs> no. I mean, you cost 1300 bucks, so <laughs> right. you get 1300 bucks of cherishment. I'm not going to just abuse it or anything. That 1300 I'm not going to get little... mad when you turn me down and like throw it against the wall. <laughs> just smash it. <laughs> 
since their marriage in 2018, Gatebox technology no longer exists, uh-huh. which Kondo said has complicated their relationship, but not lessened his feelings. My love for Miku hasn't changed, he told Japanese paper uh, Main Meiji. Yep. That's it. (laughs) Which recounted how he walks around with a life-size version of the doll. I held the wedding ceremony because I thought I could be with her forever. Remembering what caused him to... a lot of men who's (laughs) been through a wedding like that one, you know? (laughs) I thought this was for forever. Now you're sleeping with my friend? (laughs) Or in this case, the the company no longer supports (laughs) software updates. Sorry, buddy. We're... (laughs) We're moving on. Remembering what caused him to withdraw into a world where he would marry a fictitious character, Kondo told News Hub, it's not that people can't live in society because they're engrossed in a two-dimensional world, but rather there are cases where people become captivated as they search for a place for themselves in video games and anime because reality is too painful for them. I wonder what he's been through. (laughs) That would make him want to anime hologram wife. Yeah, I don't like just marry an ugly one. Right. <laughs> like I've said it before. Like before you start doing all this weird stuff, just marry an ugly one. It's fine. Yeah. They're great people. Yeah. Yeah. And on a long enough time scale, we're all gonna be ugly anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You're all gonna be ugly before it's over with. He says, I was one of those people, people who don't understand the background probably think games are disrupting their lives, but that's not the case. He was bullied at work, and then he fell into a depression in 2008 when he first stumbled upon Miku and realized that human relationships were not for him. He credits Vocaloid Software Voice Bank with pulling him out of his depression. I stayed in my room 24 hours a day and watched videos of Miku the whole time. Okay. And that's the end of no the article. No wonder he got bullied. You know? Like, like I'm not pro-bullying, but there, a little bullying probably would have been good for this guy. He should have heeded the bullying. <laughs> Look, here's a picture of him. Uh, and I'm I'm guessing that's his wife right there. Goodness gracious. It looks like he's got a blender. And then yeah. like inside the blender, yeah. there's this little that's like hologram of an anime girl. That's one of those things you like bank drive through. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. <laughs> looks like she's fixing to get shot up a tube. <laughs> and then here's a picture of him with the doll. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I know... <laughs> Of course you're going to get bullied. Like you show up down <laughs> at the plant with your stuffed animal, you're going to get Dude, bullied. Dude, you don't bring your wife to work. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> He's like going on a guy's weekend and bringing his wife along. Yeah. Man. Well, I mean, I hate he's having trouble. And maybe they can figure out another way for him to get his wife back. <laughs> you know? I mean, okay, John, you're the customer service rep. Yeah. At right. this company that's gone out of business. Sure. And you get a call no. and you're like, hey, I'm so sorry that you're having problems with your gearbox yeah. projector or whatever. Yes. Well, what's the problem? I can't talk to my wife. Okay. I was like, well, sorry, you're going to have to upgrade to Gearbox 3000. <laughs> <laughs> that's our only option here. This one comes with a flashlight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's taped one on the side. You know? <laughs> You know he has. You can look at that guy's picture. You know he has. All right, we went, we went Patreon a little earlier. Okay. Sorry. Dang. You know he has. Yeah, tough. I hate it for him. 
Yeah. Because hey, apparently this helped him out of about a depression. Depression is not anything to joke about. It's I, not. It seems like, I mean, look, I I only know me. Yeah. I feel like this would make me even more depressed. Absolutely. You know, just when you just stop for a minute, you try not to think about this stuff, but at some point, at some point, you're going to lay your head on that pillow. Yeah. And you're going to be all alone with your thoughts. And you're going to up with your, with your stuffed animal <laughs> wife. And you're thinking, I am 30 years old. Yeah. And I'm married to a cartoon character. Exactly. And I'm all by myself. Right. And if I could just get this guy alone, I'd be like, look, man, number one, you're going to have to lower your standards. Let's look <laughs> in the mirror. You need to know who you are. Okay. You're also, not a bad guy. You're people not... don't look like cartoon characters. Yes. That's, right. Maybe that's a problem yes. for some people. But and look, here's this lady with buck teeth over here. You know, <laughs> body looks solid. So let's, let's head that direction and have a meaningful relationship with another human that you could actually have sex with, you know, in real life. <laughs> and we'll be happy about it. Yeah. I should. Life coaching. I told you it's a Patreon. Everybody wants in on it. I'll help you out. I don't know what the market is for people going to Japan, but I mean, uh, is there, are there any like, you know, mail order brides? Sure, maybe. Are there any of them that want to go to Japan? I'm sure, man. There's huh. like women in the Ukraine who want out right now. They would marry one of our Asian friends, you know, <laughs> Asian brothers. Sure. One of our Asian brothers. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you are going to have to wear Pokemon pajamas to bed. Absolutely. Yeah. You got to do some weird stuff. Okay. <laughs> but that's cool. You're going to be safely living with a computer nerd in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't describe it as cool. No. It'll no. be safe. Yeah. Much better than probably marrying some like sweaty, overweight American who just <laughs> can't interact with anybody. Yeah. And I would much rather marry a Japanese man mm-hmm. than a single in his 30s American man. He's just going to slap you until you go get him another beer. Right, yeah, he's going to be all <laughs> rough and mean on you. Yeah, you don't want that. No. Like holding his pistol to your head at night because you didn't cook the macaroni well enough. Yeah, You, don't you didn't leave that. it in for three and a half minutes. You took it out at three That's minutes. Right. <laughs> yeah, you don't want that. I got it. Well, um Let's go to an article I have from TMZ Sports. Okay. Um, college baseball team, uh, a police are investigating an alleged poisoning. Somebody spiked the water jug with paint thinner. Oh, no. Police are investigating the alleged attempt to poison a college baseball team by spiking their water jug with paint thinner, and now cops are trying to get to the bottom of the wild claims. Hmm. In police documents TMZ obtained, Kansas Wesleyan University, those Methodists, are, <laughs> filed an incident report with Lindsberg PD in Kansas where multiple unnamed people from the school are listed as victims. In the report, several offenses are listed, criminal threat, contaminated food slash water sources, battery, knowingly or recklessly causing bodily harm, and criminal damage to property. On Sunday, a Twitter account not affiliated with Kansas Wesleyan or Barstool Sports, I don't know why they threw them in here, posted a picture of a water cooler that appears to show an unknown substance. Putting paint thinner in our water coolers to get our baseball players sick and still getting toasted by 31 runs is wild. (laughs) Stay classy. Glad all our players are okay. Hashtag Buck the tweet read, which I imagine... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bethany College is who they were playing. 
Important to note, Bethany College nor anyone from the school is named in the police report. The alleged incident occurred on April 23rd around 4 p.m. Um, they reached out to Kansas Wesleyan, who made the following statement. Kansas Wesleyan is aware of the primary tweet made by an account not affiliated with the university regarding this situation. We take this extremely seriously. Therefore, we immediately began a thorough in-depth review with the priority of putting the health and safety of our student athletes first. The school continued this review, which includes complete cooperation with the Lindsberg PD uh, investigation on the matter, is ongoing and is a high priority. As for the cops, they tell uh, TMZ that they're actively investigating the situation, and as of now, both Kansas Wesleyan and Bethany College have been cooperative with authorities. Bethany College came out and said that they take the safety of all students, including students at athletes, seriously, and currently the college has no information to suggest the identity or associations of the persons or person responsible, and they're fully cooperating with law enforcement. So it's a who done it, and really they don't even know if it was done. Yeah, as far as evidence goes, is all we have a tweet? Yeah, from an anonymous source. Yes, that's not affiliated with the school. And the tweet apparently says it's from uh, KWU Barstool. So Barstool has accounts at all these universities. You know, like there's what Barstool Bama or whatever, Mm. Barstool Auburn or Barstool War Eagle, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, and so. Maybe this is just somebody doing a little Twitter goofing. Yeah. Elon will get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I was about to say, this is why Elon needs to verify all humans on Twitter. <laughs> I don't think you need to verify all humans on Twitter, right? Well, he said that's what he wants to do. And oh, yeah? there's, he's got, there's some various ideas out there about how he wants to go about it. I think I'll the be most, leaving if I got to verify. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think the most common thing, I don't think you have to verify to be on there. Yeah. But I think what he wants to do is, uh, and Make this sure is, you're not a bot. Well, this is what's been proposed. If you want, like the you know, previously the blue checks were saved for the elite. Okay, yeah, right. Like which they're apparently very liberal on giving those out. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they were for a while. I know, like I know some people who got some Twitter, some blue checks, like early on, yeah. and they were just giving out to anybody. But right. I think now, it's, I've well, I've read here and there that some people are have have had some difficulty, even if they're like a legit journalist. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I would see like some journalist that's verified and they'll have like, you know, 800 followers. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, man, you write for SB Nation, you know, like that. You, why are you verified? Well, I think what Elon wants to do is I think he wants to charge for those blue checks. Ah, okay. Which will simultaneously bring in money to the platform. Which sure, is, which needs it. Which needs it bad. Yeah. Really bad. I like that idea. And at the same time. It'll just let any anyone who wants to get verified can get verified. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, and if you and if you are one of these people running a bot farm, suddenly it's not economically viable for you yeah. to shell out all this money on Twitter on blue checks, right? Just for your warehouse full of cell phones, <laughs> so you can. <laughs> Well, so you, you can think, tell somebody that so and so hacked the election. You don't think the <laughs> Russians are willing to pay for disinformation? Oh, I, absolutely, they're willing to pay for disinformation. I think the the question is how much are they willing to pay? Ah, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I guess I don't know, but I just feel bad if they did try if this Bethany tried to poison this Kansas Wesleyan. 
and they lost by 31 runs. <laughs> Still, it was horrible. Yes. Like, don't. I guess they don't have a mercy rule in college baseball. You know, like you didn't right. league where yeah. you're down by 10. They're like, all right, we're just calling Game it over. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Which is one of the worst feelings in the world when you get mercy rule. Yeah. And they just call a game in like the third inning or whatever. But what's worse? What is it? Is is the mercy rule worse or is it getting, losing by 31? I think you, <laughs> you got to take your lumps, you know, <laughs> and you got to watch them around those bases all those times and put those 31 runs up. Oh, yeah. I agree. I'm just saying if I'm on the losing team, yeah, then I can be like, well, we were just about to come up. We were <laughs> only right. down by 10. No, the meat of our but lineup. But there's a rule. Yeah. <laughs> the meat of our lineup was about to come to bat again for the third time, and it was all going to change now. Yeah. I don't know, man. I uh, I put a guy on the stream east the other night, last night. Oh, actually. really? Okay. Don't even really know him. He sent me a friend request. I think he's some financial advisor guy in town, and he was asking how to watch the Braves game because whatever. Yeah service he uses didn't have it is blacked out on and i was like send him a little <laughs> inbox and i was like hey bud have i got a website for you uh-huh. you can watch anything and I, I sent him a link and he was like the link's not working and i was like well just google it you know and uh he sent me one back i was like okay got it now <laughs> yeah. and i was like this is 100 percent not legal just so you know i assume no responsibility for anything that may happen to you and he's like okay I was like, all right, bud, there's a whole world of illegal gaming, you know, viewing of games out there. You know, I remember, uh, I don't know if it was last season or season before, but, uh, you know, Twitch Twitch streams yeah. get taken down all the time. Right. Because guys are just simply showing yeah, games or whatever. The game, right. I remember there was a UFC fight where there was a guy who was showing the game, but he was in the corner holding a controller, yeah, hoping that the mods would think he was playing, <laughs> playing. the game. <laughs> there was one who, he he streamed something on Twitch, and how he was able to get by with the whole game is he wore mirrored sunglasses, and he was like watching it on another monitor, so oh, people could watch yeah, it on yeah. sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was playing a game while it was going on, but That's really hilarious. he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Yeah, like like there's like, like a million views on his stream or something, and it was like some <laughs> UFC fighter. You're like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, oh, that's hilarious. Some pay per view boxing match or something like that. <laughs> yeah, but you can get all that stuff for free out there if you're willing to break the law, which I'm not. <laughs> I just know that this is available. That's why I told Tiny about it so he can break the law <laughs> and watch sports. I pay for my sports like a honest person. Now listen, that's not entirely fair. I have. Collected many people's passwords right. and watched plenty of sports. Sure, yes, that were being paid for by somebody. <laughs> Somebody's paying for them. <laughs> I wonder how they have it. I know Netflix is trying to eliminate password sharing. Right, that's what they said they're going to do. Yeah. So, but how do you, I mean, I'm sure there's a way. Well, I would. But think, the question is, what are they going to do? Because yeah. I know they're for a while. They're for forever. Yeah, they didn't care. Yeah. I remember, was it Valentine's Day? They even, their official Twitter was like, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, love is sharing your password right. with somebody. Yeah. I would think you would do kind of like Elon and go, all right, we're taking password sharing away for everyone you want, every new login you want to have. You know, it's like two bucks extra, mm-hmm. you know, something nominal to the consumer, but would bring in a lot of income for them. But could somebody, not still use your login when you're not using it. I guess I don't know unless they're like tracking IP addresses and all that stuff. And they're like, all right, well, then you just get a VPN. Yeah, right. <laughs> but they'll figure that out too. 
it's a it's a it's an arms race that is fun to watch. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and now, like, I think a lot of people are paying for so many streaming services. It's like equal to what their cable bill was before. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Oh, we're cutting the cord to save money." And now, oh, I got a Paramount, Apple TV, Hulu, Netflix, well, now, HBO look, Max, Disney Plus. I don't want to tell anybody out there what to do, but. Sometimes you need a collective like Tiny has. <laughs> you can start the inter- the stream collective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you and two or three of your friends. You yeah. know, everybody takes a couple services, right. <laughs> and we all share a password. And then they eliminate password sharing <laughs> because it's losing them a ton of revenue. I have no idea why they've allowed it to go on this long. I mean, well, I feel like it's one of those things that's hard to curb. Uh, yeah, you know. Right, Mudhut kicked me off of his Netflix, <laughs> you know, a long time ago. Well, what well, did they? Well, I, I don't think he got an email, did he? No, we we may have been taking advantage of the thing. <laughs> and I think my kids were getting on there and watching stuff like on their profile, and it was messing oh, everything okay. up. Okay, we've never had a conversation about it. We just went to log on one day, and they were like, "They yeah, changed this, the password. This password's not good." And I was just like, "Well, I guess that means our run's over with on the mud hut." Netflix. <laughs> you didn't have <laughs> you didn't have the. The wherewithal to just text him, hey, did you change the password? What's no, the new password? No. I'm like, I, you got to let that go. You know, like I, I piggyback for a long time and they decided I didn't need to piggyback anymore. Mm-hmm. That's cert- certainly their right. And so we'll just pay the $15 a month. I was about to say, you just got to get something and let them piggyback back. Yeah, we could Everybody have. piggybacks. But I kind of like the idea of why don't we all just pay for whatever we want? And then I don't have to worry about you and your <laughs> profile and all that stuff. I'm just, you just pay for what you want. I'll pay for what I want. I'm not right. going to ask to borrow anything from you. And we'll just, we'll just operate like that. Yeah. Because then if I want to change my password, I ain't got to worry about sharing it with you again <laughs> or anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Man of means can do that. Well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but it's like when people used to come and want to trade food with me at the restaurant, you know, hey, man, let me let me get these 10 sandwiches for free and I'll pressure wash your sidewalk next time. I'll give you a break on that. I'll just be like, why don't you pay full price mm-hmm. for me and I'll pay full price from you. We ain't got to keep up with anything. And everything will work out fine. Well, yeah, that's that's your right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. That's, absolutely, it's my right as an American <laughs> in the Constitution. Yes. And the, until they take password sharing away, me and my brother and my mom. Yes. And are, my brother-in-law. Yeah. We will continue to got a good little share passwords. Yes. <laughs> and then a benevolent soul like me will tell you how to watch every athletic sporting competition that is televised <laughs> across the world for free. Yeah. yeah. Just the risk of getting a fine somehow. I don't know how all that would work. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I would yeah. imagine it would be the site itself. Yeah. Last time I looked into this. <laughs> Checking out the legality. Shamefully, I've done a little bit of research. Like, I think the laws, it, it's tough to pros- to go after someone if all they're doing is looking at something that somebody else is yeah. posting. I got you. But you can go after the person who's actually posting it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Sorry for those people. <laughs> wherever they are. <laughs> yes. yes. God love you. <laughs> yeah. No, you did a great job. Let Tiny watch the national championship. Yeah. No, I was uh I was piggybacking on an ESPN plus password at the time. <laughs> I, I still don't like not being being behind. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. Anyways, I think it's your turn for a story. Yeah, speaking of cheaters, <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty cheaters are being struck blind by anti-cheat software. 
Now, John, I know you play games, but you're not like a huge gamer. No, I have but played, now you Call, played of Call of Duty. Yeah, right? I, okay. I used to play it a lot back, you know, before Hudson wanted his own Xbox and all mm-hmm. that. Or actually, we thought that Xbox was tore up, and Thomas fixed it, and so we had already bought another one. So Hudson got mm-hmm. it. So yeah. And now me, I'm more of a Halo guy. Okay. But now, it's like cheating, like how do people how do people cheat, and how do you know if someone's cheating? Well, I I'm not enough of a gamer to know. Okay, I got. Killed. I just wondered if you'd ever been playing, and you're no. like, how did that guy do such and such? I've gotten killed. I got killed all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was never really any good at it. And my life in Call of Duty was every once in a while I would kill someone, and it would feel amazing. <laughs> but ninety percent of the time, I was getting killed. Right, and that was just life for me. Yeah, I work with a guy who. Uh, I could tell some stories about this guy, but I'll just say he is he is like computer scam guy oh, yeah. extraordinaire. And he was telling me about how he cheated at Halo Reach at yeah. the, when this is back when Halo Reach first came out. He got his account banned because he was running his internet connection through his PC. And then somehow he would run like some kind of IP block software. Yeah. That was so ever so the game would start, but everybody couldn't control their character. Like everybody would just be standing still and he would just be running around racking up kills. <laughs> now it doesn't sound like a lot of fun right. to me. Why would you do that? Well, he was doing that because he was like boosting his rank and he's right. getting like all kinds of cool cosmetic Gear stuff. And everything, yeah. Which is still just cosmetic. Right. I don't see what the big deal is. The funny thing is is he got caught and he got banned. <laughs> well that's like <laughs> That guy has to lay down at night and go, I cheated video. To me, is a, is a slightly more pathetic than the people who brag about being really good at video games, yes. like regardless of, right. of whether they're cheating or not. Yeah. And slightly less pathetic than the guy married to a hologram. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> exactly. We've got a hierarchy. <laughs> going There's here. a hierarchy of a dork. Patheticness, yes. <laughs> well, anyway, Call of Duty cheaters. This this is hilarious. It says that players caught cheating in Call of Duty can now be punished with a penalty that makes them unable to see their opponents. Okay. A new anti-cheat mitigation feature that Activision calls cloaking. Cheaters who are subject to a cloaking penalty will find that characters, bullets, and even sound from legitimate players will be un- undetectable to them, according to a post on the official Call of Duty development blog. Those cheaters will remain fully visible to non-cheaters, though Activision quips that they will be the players you see spinning in circles, hollering, who's shooting me? Because <laughs> they will be able to right. see who's killing them. It's like taking on an army of predators. <laughs> <laughs> the latest anti-cheat update will roll out first for Call of Duty Vanguard and then be applied to... The free-to-play Warzone, Activision says, to minimize issues players may encounter, it also comes on top of another cheating mitigation measure called Damage Shield that was announced in February. This disables the cheater's ability to inflict critical damage on other players. So you might think that Activision would be better served just banning cheaters and booting them from a match as soon as they're detected, rather than merely messing with their effectiveness But Activision wrote in February that instant mitigation leaves the cheater vulnerable to real players and allows the anti-cheat team to collect information about the cheater system. So them still being in the game, this allows their mods to, to check them out more, I guess. 
Activision also insists that there's no possibility of a false positive punishing non-cheaters with mitigation drawbacks and that it will never interfere in gunfights between law-abiding community members. Okay. So I just thought it was kind of funny. No, like yeah, if you're cheating, I think it's great. <laughs> you're still, I mean, you're still playing the game, yeah. but all of a sudden you can't see well, <laughs> other players. I, uh, I've told, cause now we have three Xboxes. Okay. We've gotten, we've, we went out of control. <laughs> cause. Well, now Thomas has a, a series S, right? Yeah, Which right. is the exact same thing as the series X. It just don't have a drive on. Right. Okay. Yeah. So he got that and we got Hudson one too, I think. A Series S? I think. Okay. So we still have one Xbox One S or whatever out mm-hmm. in the upstairs living room, but nobody plays it because Ollie has forgotten that it's there. Oh. And we all made a pact to not play it so Ollie wouldn't remember it's there. If Ollie <laughs> remembers or discovers it and wants to play it again, that's fine. But he hollers and screams the whole time he plays at the TV, and it's the most annoying thing ever. Mm. So somehow he forgot. He went on like a Nintendo Switch streak, and okay. so now he's in his room playing that, and he doesn't play the Xbox anymore. Why don't you just take it to your room? To your room. Well, f- first of all, the only games getting played in my room is Hanky Panky. <laughs> okay, so, I don't even like having a TV in my bedroom. We don't. Yeah, y'all don't have a TV. Mm-hmm. In your- we do because Deidre has to get away from everybody mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, Terry gets away from everybody by going to the living room. <laughs> That is that huge TV that I bought for video games. Yeah, is for the most part is her TV. Yeah, of course. And I watch in here, and Eli watches upstairs, yeah. and Josiah kind of he, he he follows me around most of the yeah. time. But sometimes he'll go up there and annoy his brother. Sure. <laughs> well, anyways, I've made the comment because it looks like Ollie's getting closer and closer to going back with his mom. Like, hey, I'm I'm gonna be up there playing a lot. <laughs> And so I was like, I'm going to get back on Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And Hudson was like, uh, I kind of broke that game. You know, we don't have a disc for it anymore. Oh, no. And I was like, well, that's no good. I, but I can probably find it secondhand now for pretty cheap. And I was like, we still got Call of Duty, don't you? Don't we? And he was like, yeah. He's like, but that's like four Call of Duties ago. Nobody's <laughs> nobody's, nobody's playing, playing, playing anymore. anymore. Yeah. And I was like, perfect. Yeah, like that's the best. It'd just be me and some other old dude, probably that's never upgraded his game. Yeah, he'll just murder me because he's probably been playing it every day for the last five years. Well, now I have no idea, but I know sometimes these games can they can get pretty sparse. It can get to where it can it's hard to fill a match depending on how many players there are. Yeah, Yeah. that's fine. I don't care. (laughs) But uh, they're gonna bring back college football eventually. And then I'll I'll be back in heaven, you know, <laughs> playing every night, worrying about my recruiting and all that. Have you played NCAA? I think it was 2014. That the was last the last one, one they I did. Have it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I got it. I sold a copy of that last year uh, for 70 bucks. Wow. You it's believe that? Good. Maybe it's, I need to sell mine. It's amazing. You interested in buying? It's ninety dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they're going for at the at the at the moment, but well, ninety I think is going right. Yeah. <laughs> Mother's Day's coming up. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Yes, this mom. This is a mother's love. We're going to talk about. She's accused of calling and threatening to blow up her son's school over lunch portions. <laughs> a Florida woman was arrested after being accused of making a bomb threat against her son's high school because he wasn't being fed enough at the cafeteria. 
Anya Matoya Smith, who's 41, was taking, taken into police custody after being accused of leaving, leaving a threatening voicemail at Coco High School on February 3rd around 5.30 p.m. If you don't start feeding my children uh, better, I'm going to come around and blow that mother up, <laughs> Smith allegedly said in the voicemail. <laughs> the school employee who heard the message the next morning immediately called law enforcement. The school was evacuated and searched, but no explosives were found on school grounds. No name was left on the voicemail, but reports suggest a search of school records matched the number used to make the bomb threat to Smith's cell phone number. However, she denies the allegations. Hmm. According to reports, a school resource officer confirmed that Smith's son had gotten into an argument with a cafeteria worker over food portions earlier in the day before Smith had left the voicemail. The school officer also said that he recognized Smith's voice on the recording due to having previous confrontations with her. However, Smith denies that it was her who had left the threatening voicemail, saying, it was just a total shock, especially when you're sitting in there and you know you haven't done anything wrong. I don't even talk like that, Smith said. Anybody who knows me knows I don't talk that way. <laughs> Everybody knows. That's a great one. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Her sister also claims that she was uh, the police arrested the wrong person. She's been falsely accused based on documentation that was messed up at Coco High School, Johnson said, claiming that the phone number used in the voicemail didn't belong to Smith's and the student listed in the affidavit wasn't Smith's child. Not her son, not her telephone, not her anything. It's all going to be cleared up and we're going to take care of her. But there are definitely some people who need to be held accountable because this is not the way it's supposed to go. Hmm. Um, the school district is very thankful for responsiveness of law enforcement uh, during the bomb threat and their subsequent investigation. It's a police matter, uh, the uh, the principal said. So, uh, sounds like this lady got a little mad, got a little heated, called up there, said some things, and now, now she's trying to act like it wasn't her. Is she just claiming that this wasn't her son or her phone number? Well, her, her sister voice? is, definitely. Oh, okay. She claimed it wasn't her voice, and that everybody who knows her knows she doesn't talk like right. that. Which I guarantee you, everybody who knows her is like, yeah, she actually does <laughs> go absolutely insane when she gets mad. Yeah. I tell you what, that is not going to be a good story. Tell the other inmates <laughs> when you're, you're in prison. I made Would a you, bomb threat. I made a bomb threat against the school. Why'd you do that? Well, my son's a little chubby. He wanted extra chicken nuggets, and they wouldn't give them to him. I mean, I will say that uh, portion size in school lunches are terrible. Sure, but we all we all suffer. Well, yeah. I mean, I ate school lunch. I never made my lunch and brought my lunch to school all my years in school. Yeah, me either. I I, I, I ate school lunch and. It was fine. I never, mm -hmm. I never thought school lunches were as horrible as people made them out to be. But they were never like the greatest thing ever either. Yeah. But when you get into high school and they got that salad bar and everything you can go through, that's that's where it's at. I never went to the salad bar, dude. I would get like one piece of lettuce and four pounds of cheese and bacon bits <laughs> and ranch dressing. They wouldn't say anything. A little about ham, that. ham chunks in there and everything. Oh no, they didn't say anything. They huh. didn't care. Well. I was paying for my lunch. It was fine. 250 or whatever it was back then. But you, 
everybody got to realize too, it's only two fifty that you're paying for a meal for your kid. Yes. So you're not going to get top of the line stuff. And you're not going to get a huge portion mm-hmm. unless they got a salad bar. Then you, you can go <laughs> to town on that thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did it. It was great. Remember the little uh, triangle pizza things? Yeah. The little, they're, well, they're a rectangle. Well, they were rectangle, but the ones that we had, they were wider on one end than the other. Oh, yeah. And they, they spilled out over the little square. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, they didn't good. have that technology when I was <laughs> that was. Post nineteen ninety five technology, man. You know, where do you get those school lunch pizzas? I need to well, get you, a tray of that. You know, uh, I, I dated a girl in high school, um, and her mom was a lunch lady, mm-hmm. and we ended up, you know, breaking up or whatever. She was a couple years older than me, and she had a life she wanted to live. <laughs> you know, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> but uh, years later, I sent her mom a friend request on Facebook. And I was like, hey, uh, where, where can you buy school lunchroom pizzas at? And she didn't answer me and she unfriended me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she thought I was wanting to catch up or something like that. I don't know. That's yeah. a, why, why is it such a secret? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> maybe they swear of the Illuminati. <laughs> when they get their hair nets, they have to take an oath never to let anybody know. I mean, I've never had one of those little rectangle pizzas anywhere else. Yeah. But I was like in the, in, you know, I could buy from food suppliers at the time. So I was like, man, I could probably buy one of these. Mm-hmm. And my thinking was I could just bring it home, put it in the freezer, or cut it up and, and Cook it in portions or whatever. Well, I saw them one time, like through the little kitchen, like that. They'd take these big, huge frozen trays yeah, of it right. and put them in them, like a big industrial exactly. oven. Yeah. And what but, I was thinking is I could cut that bad boy in half <laughs> yes. and put it in my oven. I got two pizzas for the price of one. But I mean, they have to be made somewhere. Right. I mean, it's not like they're just coming from the void. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe the government <laughs> makes them. I don't know. Anybody out there listening, listening audience, if you've yeah. got the skinny on where to get those little rectangle pizzas, I want, I want one. Well, what I was going to say, Tiny, is I would love for you to call in a bomb threat to your school, <laughs> your kid's school. The that would be my house, right? <laughs> if you don't start feeding my kid more, <laughs> I'm going to blow this place up. Uh, the teacher would come back. Well, maybe you should work some more overtime. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. We went to Sam's Club yesterday. Oh, yeah. It was a nightmare. Oh, really? Because we went with me and Deidre, mm-hmm. my mother-in-law, who I love my mother-in-law. She was not a, a cause of any concern. Libby and Libby's best friend, Ellison, who's spending the night or is at my house right now, and she's spending the night with us for now the second weekend in a row, which is okay. cool. I love her. But keeping up with two girls and my wife and my mother-in-law all trying to stay together because we got to shop together for some reason was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, dropped a cool $400 on basically snack food. Oh, wow. Yeah, I felt like I got raped. I told you that <laughs> when we were checking out. Like, yeah, I feel like we got raped on this one. So, Man. But we got enough stuff when the food shortage is gone. Hopefully we can get by. I was thinking about that. Yeah, let's buy this 15 pack of tuna cans. You know, and he was like, we'll never eat all this. I'm like, oh, yes, food, we will. When the food shortages <laughs> get here, we will. Uh, this stuff's going to be good for a decade. We're going to be fine. What's the deal? Like, I, I mean, I've, I've heard multiple sources saying yeah. that they're coming. Well, you know, everybody claim, well, the CIA burn up a bunch of our food processing <laughs> plants. Okay. 
I don't know what the deal. I will just say, look, I have no idea what the full story is behind that, but yeah. it is concerning. Look at that. Look concerning. Ten plus major food distribution centers yeah. catch fire in the last month. Also had the bird flu that came through. We had to kill a bunch of chickens too. Okay, because you know got to kill them all, or they'll spread it around, and then mm-hmm. could potentially get to humans. So that's gonna be that. Now worldwide, we got Ukraine's in trouble. We're also just we're sending billions of dollars to Ukraine all every month, right? Like I don't, I don't understand why we're the only. Are we the only ones sending money? <laughs> is Canada sending them any money? Well, also you sending them any okay, money? Don't get me wrong. I know that money is important, but it's not like you can send your bank account yeah. into a fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, <Right. laughs> well, should, would it be better if we give them? Which I, I think we are, but let's give them weapons. You well, know? yeah, I think we're we're on not openly giving them as much as we used to because mm-hmm. we don't when you got somebody with nuclear weapons that's the bad guy in the scenario you don't want to make him too mad right you know that's the good thing about nuclear weapons is it'll calm everybody down a little bit on mm-hmm. all this because now is the first time in about 100 years that the president can die too you know why are they still fighting I don't. I don't know. Like, wasn't this supposed to be a done? I thought Russia. They, well, they thought they were going to have this over with in like the weekend. All right, Russia, and they're still fighting. Russia went in to take out first all of our bio labs over there. Okay, <laughs> we were making bio weapons right up on the border with Russia. All right, Tulsi Gabbard. Everybody knows that's the truth. They admitted it in Congress. That we, it is. They I'm said just, they were bio labs, like where they're doing experiments and stuff. I just but. remember there for a while, everybody turned on Tulsi sure. because. She said, hey, there are bio labs, and we don't know who's in control of that right, right. now. Yeah. And it's concerning. Well, right now, Putin is. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he's took out every one of them. Now, what he's doing beyond that, I don't know. I quit following it. I got Ukraine fatigue real quick. Because mm-hmm. everybody went all in. First of all, all the people that were like, how can the United States elect a TV star to be their president are now like, the Ukraine's got a TV star as their president. <laughs> He's the greatest person ever, you know? <laughs> That's right. They literally do. Yeah, they do. Like, he yeah. he was he, he was an actor yeah. that played the prime minister of Ukraine yeah. in a TV show. Sure. And then got elected for real. All right, look, the CIA has been in, they got their fingers all in Ukraine, <laughs> all right? He's a right. puppet leader. We launder money through Ukraine left and right. People... Y'all have to know this is true, right? <laughs> yeah. We've been laundering money through Ukraine for years. Because right? when Trump said something about maybe you should check into that, yeah. we impeached him over it. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Well, we asked that guy to look into <laughs> yes. it. Yeah. With okay. no concern whatsoever about the dude yeah. who was actually right. dabbling over there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or the fact you remember when Biden was like, if they want their millions of dollars, they better do what I ask them to do. Yeah, it was okay. The, that was back when he was vice president. Yes, if I remember correctly, that all this came out during the election. Yeah. You know, it was Biden. Had I think it was Burisma. There was a prosecutor that was looking into some stuff that Burisma, the company, may or may not have done. Yeah. Hot uh, Hunter, yeah. being on the board of Burisma, sure. went to his dad said, Dad, you got to fix this. We need to stop all this. <laughs> his dad, who was vice president at the time, went over there and said, look, y'all want the, all this money and aid? You need to fire this prosecutor. Right. 
And he got fired. And he got fired. And then Trump told <laughs> like, Zelensky, hey, maybe you should investigate look this. Look at all of the corruption that's going on over And there. we impeached him. Right. Because yeah. that was a, a quid pro quo. We also said, <laughs> <laughs> here's the crazy thing. Let me tell you where we are in the world, Tiny. A Hunter Biden's laptop from hell, right? <laughs> you know, when it came out, everybody was like, this is Russian disinformation. Yes. Now, everybody who saw anything that was on that laptop was like, but no, like, it's really him. Like, <laughs> yes. no, he's like, you know, the prostitutes doing stuff with their feet to his private parts. <laughs> you know, like, he's got his face all in the pictures. This is 100% him. And everybody was like, you guys are, you know, falling for Russian disinformation. You're a bunch of Nazi white supremacist <laughs> yeah. stuff. And we're all like. But no, like it's really him. Like, I, oh, he, it's really him. I remember having a conversation with a guy, and I was like, at the very least, can we agree that there is a laptop? Yeah, right. Is it too much to ask that the FBI investigate the physical <laughs> right. laptop and tell us if it is or is not right. Russian disinformation? Everybody was just like, no, you guys are conspiracy <laughs> theorists. And I was just sitting there like, but no, it's like really him. Like, he seems like an awesome dude to hang out with. You know? Yeah. Like, he's got a hammer. Yeah. He got an absolute hammer. It's him. You yeah. Know? And people were like, oh, that's all Russian disinformation. And now it comes out. All it took was the New York Times going, yeah, this is real. And everybody's like, I guess it's real. We'll probably need to look into all this. We're like, dude, we've been saying it for a year and a half. He is an interesting dude. Oh, Hunter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's. I He's, mean, he dated his brother's widow. Yeah, he did. And then broke up with her when sure. he impregnated a, a stripper, uh, a right? A stripper, yeah. right. So. Yeah. Smoke crack, making <laughs> business deals. They got emails. Here's the thing. So, all right. I've been going down conspiracy rabbit holes here lately. <laughs> uh, somebody brought up this point. was uh, You know all the pictures that were on there. We all know. He was doing <laughs> some untoward stuff. He'd get kicked yeah. out of a Baptist church real quick for the stuff he was doing on it. Now, probably nothing unusual for someone in his position sure. in life. Yeah. His no. station in life is probably very common. Having a little fun. All right. <laughs> having a lot of fun. I mean, he looks like he rocks, really, honestly. <laughs> you know, like, I'm not jealous of all any of that. Um, and all the emails that were on there about him making deals for the big guy or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, all that. But somebody brought it was like, imagine all the stuff that he thought he deleted that was on there that can be recovered. <laughs> this is a no telling what's in all of that. That he yeah. was like, I don't, nobody needs to see this. Me getting a foot job from a prostitute, <laughs> that's okay. So imagine the stuff. If he left that on there, it was like, just by chance, if this pops up yeah. while I'm in a meeting, no biggie. Imagine the stuff is deleted. Well, apparently, all he had to do was go pay. His tab, and yeah, get, and it. get it back, and he never did it. Well, he got he probably he's, he's really a of, bad son. Yeah, we yeah. left right. We can all agree yeah. he's a terrible son. No, he put his to dad have. In. If you're if you're a politician, Hunter is absolutely the worst son you could have. He put right? his dad in a real tough. We position. can all agree on that. Yeah, but it's just amazing. Everybody was like, "You guys are nuts for thinking this is real," and we were all like. But no, it's like really him. Like, <laughs> like I see it with my own eyes. It's definitely in the no. It's Russian disinformation. If well, you fell for that, if you were one of those people out there, you listen to this, and you ever once said that was Russian disinformation, I'm gonna call it like it is. You're a dummy. You know, <laughs> like you're a dummy, and you have to have a real conversation with yourself about being a dummy, that, so it doesn't happen again to you. <laughs> yeah, because you know, yeah. you're a dummy if you believe that. Yeah.
Hmm. Sorry. I mean, I hate that <laughs> your trusted news sources said it and you believed them, but y'all were all wrong. Every one of y'all was wrong. And yeah. you should apologize. You should come out and go, I was wrong. Hunter Biden does some really weird stuff mm-hmm. and is possibly broken de- brokering deals with foreign national companies owned by communists to benefit his father. Yeah. Which is fine. And enrich himself. And enrich himself, of course. Which is probably nothing that, yeah. again, any you know, politicians' yeah. kids are doing this all the time. Absolutely. But we just need to understand that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I was about to say, I'm sure Trump's kids had plenty of stuff to. Oh, yeah. No, that yeah. was all. People were going nuts over that. Ivanka's, you know, whatever, like, I don't know. She had like some, like, you know, slut clothing line or something. And people were all up in arms over that, you know? Yeah. And then they were yeah. like, but this is Russian disinformation over here. Don't look at this. That is clearly this guy. Yeah. Smoking mm-hmm. crack and all of that. Mm-hmm. Which more power to him. He's held it together for a crackhead really well. You know? Yeah. I mean, props to him. Yeah. I'm not doubting him. Oh, yeah. We got a story here. Yeah. I got one more, too. Okay. Sorry. We're just going to fly. We've talked I've, been, to- I've been anti-CIA for this couple months. <laughs> We've talked about this before. This is just a story from CNN. Police play Disney tunes to prevent video of them on patrol being posted online. All right. <laughs> yes, the sensors take it down. A California lawmaker says police in Santa Ana have been playing loud copyrighted music so that video of them on patrol would likely be taken down if it was posted online. <laughs> Council member Jonathan Reyes Hernandez said in a city council meeting Tuesday he wants lawmakers to ban the alleged practice after a viral video from early April showed officers apparently blasting loud music on a residential street in Santa Ana while investigating a report of a stolen vehicle late last night. Hernandez is seen in the video interacting with an officer from the Santa Ana Police Department after a different person asked police to stop playing the music. Disney song, Disney songs such as "You've Got a Friend in Me" from Toy Story, <laughs> and "We Don't Talk About Bruno" from Encanto. Encanto, <laughs> be, that's it. Yeah, can be heard in the video posted to Santa Ana Audits, a YouTube channel dedicated to filming interactions with the Santa Ana Police. Hmm. We've seen this before. Well, I and, mean, and I feel like, I mean, if there's video, you just you, you can't put it on YouTube. Right. It's going to get taken off YouTube, but that doesn't mean it's not going to be admissible in court. Yeah. No, I, I had a video taken down on Facebook one time years ago that had a Commodore song playing in it. Mm-hmm. You know, so and just they were like, this is copyrighted music. You can't use it, which is a little weird, but I get it. Mm-hmm. You don't want somebody profiting off of somebody else's work or whatever. I get that, but you weren't profiting, were no, you? <laughs> no, I wasn't. It was just like me or like the kids dancing or something. Yeah. Yeah, and to, I don't. I mean, bump. and I don't think that there's a lot of people who are tuning in to this Facebook video so yeah. they can hear the Commodores, right? Right. No. Well, the Commodores <laughs> are awesome, by the way. Yeah, we've we've been over my love for the Commodores. They're great, mm-hmm. especially their early stuff. Some of the funkiest music ever made. But yeah, I don't think they were. Nobody was tuning in to listen to the Commodores. That was an added bonus. I feel like that's a really difficult thing. To crack down on, right? But it does because you would have to go video by video, right. and we don't have AI smart enough yet to do that to see to realize context. Yes, but, but yeah, or if this is monetized in some way. Yeah, yeah, but it does seem like we could maybe just loosen the rules somewhat. Yeah, you know, well, 
the cops figured out a workaround here. <laughs> right. you know? Like imagine just credit to the cops beating some poor citizen and like it's a small world's playing in the background and nobody can listen or see it. But hey, gang members, if yeah. they want to like go collect a debt and they want to, they need to rough somebody up. Yeah, they just need to play that same copyrighted music. <laughs> not a bad idea. So it don't go online. Yes. And they picked something that was like new and popular too. So I guess all the bots are probably looking for. Like with the police, if the police were looking for suspects and they had a video, but it keeps getting taken down off YouTube. I mean, I'm sure they would just post it to their right. police website. Yeah, probably. But I wonder would they would their videos get taken down too? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. A, a lady has been arrested. Um, she's accused of killing a cyclist, uh, but she says that she was uncontrollably defecating. <laughs> a woman accused of fatally crashing her car into two cyclists and then driving away claimed her irritable bowel syndrome caused the crash, arresting document state. Oh, my gosh. The incident happened Saturday in Washington City, Utah. According to the police affidavit, the cyclists were brothers from California who were in Washington City competing in a race. An individual who saw the crash happen said the two were riding in an area of Coral Canyon Boulevard and Telegraph Street just before noon when a Hyundai Genesis swerved into the bike lane and hit them. Hmm. Witnesses attempted life-saving measures at the scene, but the cyclists were unresponsive, police said. Uh, The brothers' identities haven't been made public. Police made contact with the suspect, Julianne Budge, who's 47, who told officers that she was taking multiple medications for several various medical issues, one of which was irritable bowel syndrome. The IBS has been causing her to defecate on herself without warning, she told police. I really wish her last name was Fudge. It would have been a whole lot better. I mean, (laughs) would have been a whole lot better. (laughs) Uh, I bet you people are going to call her that now. <laughs> I should. <laughs> According to the probable cause statement, Budge told officers she was driving from her home in hurricane when she began to uncontrollably defecate on herself while driving. So she swerved the arresting officer reported. I don't know why that would cause you to swerve though. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You know, like usually right. you just, you got to grip down and try to fight it, you know? (laughs) A couple people died. All right. A witness at the scene of the accident stated that it appeared that Julie did not have the intention of stopping after hitting the two cyclists, the officer wrote. The witness stated he followed Julie's vehicle until she pulled over and stopped several hundred yards away from the accident. She allegedly been had been admitted to the hospital the previous day and been taking fentanyl through an IV drip, she told police. Mm. Uh, arresting officers stated that Bulge failed all field sobriety tests. Now, it's hard to walk a straight line when you've got a pants full of crap. <laughs> At this time, I placed Julie under arrest for suspicion of driving under the influence. Uh, she was transported to the hospital where a warrant was issued for a blood draw. Uh, and apparently... She was drunk, I guess, is what it's coming down to, or on some sort of substance uh, like fentanyl is still in her yeah, system yeah. or whatever. So did she even, I mean, they 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 arrested, they pulled her over and arrested her. Yeah. Did she have 
you know, underwear. Yeah, I think that would be the easy thing (laughs) to look at. Now, how do you prove whether she crapped because she hit someone or she hit someone because (laughs) she crapped? That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I was in the and I've never been to law school, yeah, so I don't know, right? But if I was the judge in this case, I would say, you know, crapping your pants is no excuse for running over cyclists, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, as annoying as cyclists are, (laughs) you can't run over them. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, let's all admit it. They're a little annoying. And around here, they don't pay any road tax Mm -hmm. at all. None. You know, I want them to get them little bicycle license plates on their bicycle, put a little money in on these roads. But they aren't. And that's fine. But they don't deserve to get ran over. Hmm. Even if you're crapping. Their murderer has pants full of poop. Yeah. I still don't know why that would make you swerve. Yeah, I don't know. Especially if it's been happening. So you're just kind of got about, well, here it goes again, you know. <laughs> I mean. It doesn't surprise you. I can see point. maybe it sneaking up on you unawares. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, you got bit by something. No, right. <laughs> like a better excuse would have been like a wasp stung me Look, <laughs> and I swerved. Let's be honest. We've all crapped our pants before. All right. Everybody <laughs> listening to this has crapped their pants before. We don't talk about it, but it's happened to all of us. Yeah. All right. At no point. Did it cause me to like erratically jerk, you know, in any way? Right. Most of the time it's more of a, oh, 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 oh I got to come up with a plan B right now. You know, that's really how it works. Oh, man. So clearly she's probably taking heroin and not at all for something. Mm-hmm. And that's why she claims she was on fentanyl. Well, they said she was drunk at the time. Yeah. So that's why she swerved. Sure. Right. Not because she pooped her pants, but because she was inebriated. Well, the only person I know that has never pooped his pants is <laughs> the owner and creator of Cajun Curl Bayou Bund of Spice. It's, uh, it actually prevents that from happening. <laughs> and we want to thank them for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com where you can order the spice right there on CajunCurl.com. It is not, admittedly, it is not a diuretic. No. But it will make any diuretic out there go down smooth. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, put that on. Just put it on a little milk of magnesium. <laughs> just sprinkle it right on the top. <laughs> Created on the L Bayou in Evangeline Paris, Louisiana. It's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well on chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, on ample lunchroom portions and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on it will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the Bayou Blended Spice and you'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally... It's available at Vowell's Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Lurleen Wildest Piggly Wiggly. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blend Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use a spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Amen. All right. What do you say we go to the phones? Okay. We got some calls. 
We have a call. Okay. <laughs> That's good. You were just waiting on me to I was like, you yes, again. I know. <laughs> but not this week. <laughs> hey guys, it's Flynn. Uh, we're finally getting a little bit of decent weather up spring or something. See your James voice. I love hearing voices and to see them with their faces and uh, stuff that they write on Facebook and Discord. So yay, more people should call in so I can hear more voices and put them with faces. Uh, just about the last show, if you guys need a place to film your Bigfoot movie uh, and you're afraid of hunters, uh, you can always come up here to my place. I got some acres. I'm on a lake and uh, there's no hunting because it's, well, hopefully there's no hunting because it's my land and I would be really upset if there was. So yeah, if you want to come up here and film your uh, Bigfoot, either real or imagined movie, uh, I offer up my place at any time. Anyways, hope you all are having a great time and a great week, and I will talk to you later. Bye. Oh, wow. That must be nice living on a lake. Yeah. It's, I will probably never achieve that dream, but I would love to live on a lake. Not on this lake. <laughs> yeah, here in this town. We ain't got enough money for that. You got to be rich, yeah. rich. There are some spots where mm-hmm. we buy, you know, people got like a trailer or something mm-hmm. put on a lake lot. Well, I could do that probably. Or even just like a small, like you don't have yeah. to be like Tuscaloosa. Right. With like skiing and motor coats and yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'd like to live on a pond. Yeah. Which yeah. we got a pond back in Pat. Deidre and I actually talked this weekend. Like that'd mm-hmm. be a good place just to clear off and build a little, you know, three room cabin or something. And yeah. I'm just a, I'm a big fan of fishing. Now that said, I have not been fishing yeah. in probably a couple of years. Right. But I would just love to just anytime I wanted to just go outside, drop a line. Yep. Drop a hook in the water. It don't yep. have to be nothing fancy. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Well. And I do have some land where we could film a Bigfoot. That saying, or that, that said, even though it's my land, yeah. I still wouldn't trust it. No. I right. still would not trust there no. to be no hunters poaching on that land. Right. No, that's 100% <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, uh, a property line don't mean a whole lot around here. Yeah. yeah. And certainly not up yeah. in Pickens County. Yeah, over the woods are, for sure. Yeah. Andrew, you know, Andrew got those 30 acres right by that apartment complex. Mm-hmm. And they would go back there and find deer stands all the time, like college kids would put out over there. Yeah, yeah. They'd just take them down, put them back in their shed. They're like, you got like 10, 10 <laughs> just collecting, stands. Just They're collecting just stands. Them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're back there on that little 30 acres trying to kill a deer. Yeah. Huh. Which there ain't no deer back there. But uh, it's got bicycles hanging out of trees and everything, you know? <laughs> there, are there any, which I, I've never, I thought we might see some deer in the neighborhood because I see them yeah. killed on the side of the yeah. road all the time. I don't know. I used to see deer in any. my old neighborhood. Really? Like in my yard. Oh, that's, dude, I lived in Alberta. Yeah. Of all places, Alberta. And I used to have occasionally I would see a deer run yeah. through the lawn, yeah. through the yard. So yeah, I'd see deer pretty fairly often. Mm-hmm. But it were like the only little stretch of green that creeped behind us all the way yeah. up to Northwood Lake. But no, I ain't I ain't seen any here. I know I've seen raccoons. Yeah, I've seen falcons. Sure, I've seen snakes, frogs, turtles, yeah. rabbits, all that stuff. I haven't seen no the deer, deer yet. Not yet. But you might get you one. Start pouring you some corn down there in the backyard. That'll do it. You shoot one off the porch. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it wasn't screened in, that don't I don't matter. Cut me a little hole. Yeah, you just <laughs> you just blow a hole right through it. <laughs> John, do you know what you get from miniature cows? Uh, don't know. You get condensed milk. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one. I was thinking like mini milk or something. <laughs> That's from I like that. Portland Pat. For, also, uh, did you know that uh a single cow can make up to 400 hamburgers. I did not know that. They should hire them as cooks at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use that one. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, yes. And we got an email this week. Oh, okay. We're hitting up all modes of communication. <laughs> I actually meant to text you earlier in the week and give you a heads up, and then I didn't do it. Okay. But we got an email from Rob, and he said, thoroughly enjoyed the things that are trashy list over the course of a couple episodes earlier this year. I was hoping you could come up with another edition, or maybe even freestyle a few for us. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. I sh- I really I meant to text you earlier in the week, and I didn't do it. And come up with some more trashy stuff. I will say, off the top of my head, one thing that I think is trashy uh-huh. is firearms in like wedding and prom photos. Oh okay, yeah, no. <laughs> and listen, the dad holding the shotgun or whatever. Now look, personally. I'm a supporter of the Second Amendment. In sure. fact, I'm a big supporter of all the amendments. Tiny loves a two-way. He's a two-way absolute, absolutist. <laughs> that said, that is the trashiest wedding yeah. photo that you will ever see. Or the is all the bridesmaids and groomsmen like you know pointing a gun at the cameraman. Poor cameraman. I hate the dad standing by his daughter in her prom dress holding a shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, she's definitely getting laid tonight. Ain't nothing <laughs> you can do about it. You know, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. I do buddy. get tired of that trope. Yeah. The I had a girl whose dad was cleaning a gun the first time I met him. Well, you expect that down here nowadays. I was just like it's like the thing you did the thing that you do. I just like started asking a bunch of questions about the gun. What kind is that? What you got there? You know? Can I hold it? You know? <laughs> can I load it? Yeah. And I was like, look, I'll have her home on time. We're gonna do a lot of crazy stuff before we get back. <laughs> just so you know. All right. Like, like, that ain't key. You ain't going with us with that gun. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm, yeah, definitely touching her boobs now. If you hadn't done this, I probably only held hands got a good night kiss. Like, sometimes I'm a little premature, so I'll definitely have her own time. Yeah, no. yeah, look, man. You know, that part's going to be a minimal part of our time we spend together. Yeah. Oh, mercy. And I guess we can round out this craziness with some questions. Oh, yeah. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. We like to ask John questions on this show. If you have any questions for John, you can head on over to our Discord server and click on the Ask John Questions About Stuff sub-channel. And we have a lot of questions. So once again, we may not get through them all. But... Our first question comes from the driver. He asks, are you a member of the Order of the Arrow? I am a member of the Order of the Arrow. (laughs) Giving you a perfect opportunity to tell the story again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a a Vigil Honor member of the Order of the Arrow. Yes, I am. We might think Wingalousic with the Himalway. There you (laughs) go. Nice. In case the driver's a member, too. You never know (laughs) when you meet a fellow. We're kind of like the Masons of the Boy Scouts. Do you have like a secret... We have a handshake, handshake or something? Okay. Yes, there's a handshake for ordeal members, a handshake for brotherhood members, mm-hmm. and a handshake for vigil members. So, Once again, second class was as high as I went. Well, so the Order of the Arrow is a service-based organization, and I think it's kind of changed a little bit since I was in it, but it used to be like the best of the best Boy Scouts got into the Order of the Arrow. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's a little more free-for-all, but not in our troop. So. <laughs> not in your troop. Yeah. Us as a brotherhood member. Okay. Yeah. What's a brotherhood member? 
That's just the second level of membership. Mm-hmm. So you are elected into the Order of the Arrow by people who are not in the Order of the Arrow, which is very unique. So they know the ideals that the Order of the Arrow is supposed to espouse, and as they elect you into it, you complete your ordeal, and you're an ordeal member. Then after that, you can elect to try to get your Brotherhood membership, and you have to do a little process to do that. Then after that, you can get to be a Vigil Honor member, but you have to be uh, elected from within your lodge to be a Vigil Honor member. At what point do you have to eat a baby and send nude photos to the cult leader? That's that's day one. Yeah, that's day one. Also, in case anyone's lost, because I don't know if we ever mentioned this as a Boy Scout thing. Yeah, it's so. a Boy Scout thing. Yeah. It is a seat. Well, it's not a secret society in the Boy Scouts. It's a society with secrets. Yes, it's a society <laughs> with secrets. Yes, it is. Yeah. Our next question comes from Stan Wright. Do you believe that Elvis worked for the government? By government, I mean the CIA or the deep state. Absolutely. Now you, now you've been on a CIA thing. Absolutely. Did I gave him an FBI badge? Well, now they did that. Yeah. I thought that was just because he went to meet Richard Nixon. Sure. Yeah. Why do you think he's meeting Richard Nixon? Because he's Elvis. Because he's in the CIA. And, and they had to kill him because he knew too much. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He got to be buried in his backyard, too, which is one of the wildest things ever. It's like they buried him in the backyard like he's a like a puppy dog, you know. <laughs> he's not well, in a cemetery. Well, he ain't nothing but a hound dog. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. And they moved his parents up there with him too. Yeah, yeah. You ever been to Graceland? I've been to Graceland. I think we talked about that so I'm, many times. I've I never love been Graceland. to Graceland. You should go. I not, did. It, I don't know. I think I was in Nashville. I did see like a a Cadillac he had. It was yeah. in a museum. That yeah. Was, it had a TV, a black and white TV, yeah. in it, which for the time was amazing. Oh, it's like you go through it. It's kind of funny because it's stuck in the 70s, <laughs> yes. and it's not as big of a house as you would think. I mean, mm-hmm. there are bigger houses over in North River than it, of uh-huh. course. Uh, but it's like in the 70s, this was as nice as you could get it. You know? It's just funny because having a TV, first of all, that's standard on all minivans these days. <laughs> <Right>? yes. <laughs> but at the time, that was like a big deal. Right. Well, in his living room, he had three TVs because so he could watch ABC, NBC, and CBS all at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, didn't have picture in picture or the the flashback button that we have now. <laughs> yeah. These were like dial TVs that you have to get up. And so he had one for each network. He also asked, what other celebrities worked for the government on the down low? Well, I mean, uh, there's a lot of them, really, that have been Ronald Reagan. All right. <laughs> Number one. Was that while he was still an actor? Well, before he got into politics? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was ratting people out about being a communist. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot, totally forgot about the Red Scare. Uh, He's all up in the CIA and all that mess. And then (laughs) we elected him president. Mm -hmm. And people were like, he's the greatest president ever. Gave amnesty to a bunch of illegal aliens. That would make a lot of Republicans mad (laughs) if they knew about that. But he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So he's the one that pops into mind. Um, Stanley Kubrick filmed the moon landing. Yeah. Stanley. Well, (laughs) we landed on the moon. I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a very popular among... Yeah, some Weinstein people. was in all. He was all tied up with them too. Really? Oh, of course, <laughs> of course. In trapping people and all the stuff they get into. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought he was just getting a little mm, on the side. Well, he was. That's how they. That's how they got him down. Is getting a little too big for his britches. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. But but he but he was also was he going to Pedo Island? Yeah, oh, of course. With all the others. They were all going there. Yeah. <laughs> they were all. Yeah. Okay. Stan Wright asked, John, what union member hurt you? <laughs> None. I was going to say, I hope it's not me. <laughs> None. No union member hurt me. He says, I've been on both sides from a safety rep to steward to district rep to negotiator flipping the table to a company boss. So. Okay. Yeah. If you, Congratulations. <laughs> if you play on all teams, you can never lose, I guess. Yeah. Or do you always lose? I don't know. I don't know. I'm playing both sides, so I always come out on top. He also says, in the story, why didn't you call the chief of police by his nickname? All right. Well, number one, I respected Mr. Harden. He's a friend of mine's father. Everybody called him Goofy, <laughs> and he was a little goofy looking. But Mr. Harden was a man of many talents. He went on like a music scholarship to the University of North Alabama. He was a photographer. And uh, and I happen to think Mr. Harden was an all right dude. Yeah. I went to high school with his son. You went to school with James, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. And his older brother, Paul, and I okay. were friends and then scouts together. Was friends with James, too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's an image here. Here, I'll just let you look at the image first. Okay. Oh, should I read the text? Here, I'll read the text. Yeah, there's a there's a tweet here. It says should women should women wear tight leggings in public? In my new podcast, I argue that godliness calls for women to pursue modesty and men to kill their lust. Okay. And here's the question: How thankful are you to God? How how thankful are you that God created form fitting sundresses so Christian ladies don't have to be immodest while wearing leggings? <laughs> True, but it's good to hear the Pass Assault podcast still going along. You know, I'm glad that thing's still up and running. Uh, yeah, I mean, I like I, I think we talked about it last week. Like, I got two sides of me on this. Number one, dudes, you just need to learn to control yourself. Mm-hmm. The other side of me is I know how dudes are. And I know how dudes are. If you, no matter how much clothes you put on, there'll be a dude that's like, you, yeah, can, man, you, you look pretty good. Like, yeah. You, you know? can still be naked in the in imagination. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. D. Reeves says, is it true we're getting a new Chick-fil-A in Northport? Okay, Chick-fil-A in Northport is temporarily closing. On Thursday. On Thursday, which Thomas is working. They're going to be closed for eight weeks. That So they say. So they say. Yeah. Now, I've been told that it's just a renovation. I've been told they're tearing the whole thing down and start no. from scratch. No. What do you know the, the case? According to Thomas, it's just a renovation on that the inside. That makes much more sense yeah. because the building is almost, I mean, it's what, 10 years old? Yeah, it's maybe. in good shape. He's, I think he said they're going to take out the play place because. Yes, because COVID ruined that. Well, and it's like, well, we could put seats here that people could actually buy food and, mm-hmm. you know, sit down and eat at. No more. Germ vectored yeah. kids playing with each other. I don't the think they're reworking the drive through though. That he didn't indicate that. Well, I mean, the drive through is almost perfect as it is. Well, they need to rework the traffic situation. Yeah. They I'll, need to make an inlet over there off of that service road instead of making it all right there where, you know. I agree. Yeah. Now, I don't know what the property lines are if they would be allowed to do that i don't either if they could work that out that absolutely would be preferable. well you could back up on that service road all the way down to mr g's if you wanted to to get in the drive-thru <laughs> line you know what i'm saying right and come in right there and go around the building that way mm-hmm. i already got all this and that would get all that traffic out of that intersection make everything flow better 
but they're also wide in the road, so I don't know if they're going to take that service right. road up or not. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. He says, how about in Jackson, Alabama? I've heard they're getting one out there, too. Okay. I need verification. Have I you heard about the Jackson, Alabama? I have not. Chick-fil-A. I'll, I'll check with Thomas. He's my <laughs> Chick-fil-A contact. Aren't you the one that said you only need about $20,000 to start one? You don't. Well, yeah, because you're not a full-time owner. You're right, an operator. Right. Yeah. But you have a buy-in. It's not much. But also, you don't get to keep anything mm-hmm. when you're ready to retire either. I couldn't turn around and hand a Chick-fil-A off to my kids to run. Right. Yeah. But that said, it is, it's a relatively easy way to get a chicken franchise if you want one. <laughs> yeah. If they approve you. If, if they, they have a very you. strict approval process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the approval, John? I, well, you got to love Jesus, be a straight white one. male. Yeah, you can't be gay. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta love Jesus. Check and check. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next question comes from Phil Zoot Suit. Can you create a tier list of all the sandwich places you've eaten at? Okay. Th- this was huge in the group last People week. People went nuts about the about sandwiches. Sandwich places I have eaten at. Um uh, top tier. Number one tier would be Firehouse Subs and Roly Poly. I love Roly Poly. <laughs> to the day I die, I will always love Roly Poly. Um, tier two is probably Subway, Blimpy, and Jersey Mike's. Tier three would be Subs and You, which is local here in Tuscaloosa. And I don't oh, think it's I not, open anymore. I have not been to Subs and You <laughs> yes. since I was a kid. And Tut's used to have good sandwiches too back in the day. I only ate their pizza. Oh, yeah. Tut's had great sandwiches. Hmm. They had a Philly cheesesteak that was to die for. And uh, bottom tier would be Jimmy John's. <laughs> so there you go. Poor Jimmy John's. Uh, Jimmy John's is horrible. I mean, it's not horrible. Don't get me wrong. I was about to say, yeah. It's not like revolting or anything, but compared to the other ones, it's not good at all. I just, I think it's fine. Yeah. So they also took about, you know, 80 to $90,000 a year out of my pocket. So I'm a little (laughs) bitter over that too. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't have anything to do with it. (laughs) Hurt my feelings a lot. I'll say that. Why'd you have to open up like 75 in the town I'm in? (laughs) You know? Yeah. I guess the nearest one. I guess was that one over there in downtown? Yeah, downtown. Yeah. yeah, and the one down on the strip. I was about equal distance from. Both was there of one them. on the strip? Yeah, I didn't know there was one. Oh on the yeah, there's one on the strip. That was the first one they opened up. Yeah, hmm. hurt me a lot of time with my nighttime deliveries. <laughs> yeah, stinks big time. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I thought about just burning it to the ground <laughs> several times. Well, you thought about burning yours too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I couldn't do mine because you I just wanted to set something on fire. <laughs> I just got a little bit of arsonist in me. <laughs> Okay, I guess this will be our last question. Since you hate unions, does that mean you refuse to listen to King Harvest by the band? (laughs) First of all, I don't listen to a lot of the band anyways. Not that I don't like the band. They're just not in my wheelhouse. But if I remember right, King Harvest is about a farmer who joins the union and then times get tough and the union doesn't do anything to help him out. If I remember right. Which sounds like a song you would love. Which is, that's about as anti-union as you can get. <laughs> I don't know how to go back and listen to it again. Huh. I think so. It's like, yeah, I think that's how it was. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. My daddy got a job with the TVA. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do us for questions, John. Keep asking them. Yeah, we got some more. We could keep going. Yeah. But uh, no questions about the Order of the Arrow. <laughs> no, can't answer them. No more. <laughs> I can't answer 
<laughs> specifics about initiation processes or anything like that. So it, it can't be worse than the Usher's Club. No, well, the Usher's Club's uh <laughs> We talked about that yeah, before. That's completely different. On the patron show. A lot show. of rumors <laughs> going around the Usher Club. It was bad, but not as bad as people have made it out to be. And may and not as bad as it may or may not have become yeah, after, later on after yeah, Sean had after left. I left. <laughs> Which I could see that because usually things devolve rather than evolve in right. that in that vein in haze when it comes to hazing. <laughs> Well, as this show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons, John. All right. We thank each and every one of you so much, and we would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. Those people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, <laughs> Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. That's right. We thank you all so much. And if you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to our Patreon page. That is patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but the five tier, $5 tier will get you the extended show, which is an extended show every episode. And here lately, they've been considerable. We've been giving you your bucks worth. We've been trying to make up That's for right. not having like a, a like special a, episode. Yeah. We're doing our best. All right. <laughs> We're doing pretty good. I, I think. feel like it is good content. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, that is patreon.com slash earth oddity, extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up in the extension today? I'm going to talk about a guy with nine wives. Oh, wow. Not nine lives, <laughs> nine wives. I am going to talk about Neil Parrish. Okay. Who is a representative in the British House of Commons. He had a bit of a Jeffrey Tubin okay. incident. Little, little tubes. <laughs> yes. All right. That's good to know. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, only other thing I want to say is happy birthday to my mom. That's right. Happy birthday, Ms. Long. She is a saint, and no one will ever write a book about my mom, but they should. She's an <laughs> amazing person and is about as good of any human being on earth. So, how come you don't write a book? Because it would seem it would seem self aggrandizing if I were to write a book about my own mom. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just think that would be hilarious. For like, <laughs> I wrote a book about my mom. <laughs> Maybe that's I should. She was a she's amazing. Yeah. My mom's a great person, and anybody who knows my mom will tell you that she's mm -hmm. she's a, as quality of a human as they make. So I'm very lucky to have her as my mom. And so happy birthday to my mom. I got to find you a present and. <laughs> I'll get it to you. You write a book about your mom. I'll write a book about my dad. Okay. And the best sales on Kindle wins. <laughs> Who wins? Okay. We can do that. I will 100% win. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on all those. That's right. If you would like to email into the show like Rob did last week, yeah. that is earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. If you've left Twitter because you're scared <laughs> of a billionaire buying it, you can probably find us elsewhere. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Never matter that billionaire hedge funds owned it before. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. If you would like to chat at us with the Discord, there's sure. a Discord server link in the show notes. We have show art on Instagram at underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Yep. And we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? Uh, 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the French Radio Network signing off. I love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Okay, patrons, welcome to the show. Um, I don't have really anything current to talk about, but I forgot last week to, to tell you about my dining experience before Willie Nelson. Okay.